It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this uh, 18th day of May, 2015. Actually, this is the Basser Hour. Uh, we ain't got our... our uh, uh, gizmos here, or electronics changed here yet, but we're working on it. We'll get it done. But anyway, we're here uh, at the Basser Hour, and uh, Basser, uh, Jay Basser will be the host today, and I'll be the co-host. So how are you doing today, John? I'm doing wonderful. I'm back here in the back 40 on the Basser Farm and just looking at the weather and Sitting back on the back porch and doing a radio show. How you doing today, Gerald? Well, by golly, I'm doing great. Uh, sun's shining, grass is growing, uh, and uh, it's about 90 degrees here, so it's a bit warm for me. Uh, like it's toasty out there. Yeah, I like it cooler. It's easier to breathe. Yeah. But I like to see it about 75 and stay there. Look at that, you know, and turn around that uh, 
you know, look something like that, you realize that uh, it's uh, not going to happen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, this was put out by the Military Times, I guess. Uh, Military Times uh, had an article on it, but I'm going off of uh, this, this is uh, ABC News 13. Uh-huh. And we know ABC News is a pretty pretty good uh, substantiated source. Yeah. You know, at least uh, unless that one dude ain't working for him, you know, who's that dude that rode the helicopter and got shot at? Oh, I, I don't remember his name now. Williams? Yeah, don't Brian Williams, yeah. Yeah. But he anyway, uh, he just kind of caught up, got caught up in it. Uh, but, uh, He's uh, yeah, we, <laughs> uh, it did help his paycheck, I think. Uh, anyway. It helped it disappear. Uh, we do try to strive to keep our stories and, and stuff as factual as possible. And, and like you say, it's easy to get misled by some of these websites. Uh, everything you read on the Internet is not necessarily true. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a pop-up well, the other day that said that I won a chance. I was the uh, one millionth hitter or something on some website. And uh, I think it was a pop-up <laughs> that I won a million dollars or something. Just fill out this form. That's probably what it will cost you to get out of it. Probably <laughs> 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 I tailed it on down the road. <laughs> I didn't hang around. I'll let someone smarter than me fill out the form. Well, this yeah. first report they wrote about Gerald was uh, Hampton VA. And uh, Hampton VA had a problem with the patients that have dementia. These dudes were just wandering off, unattended, just taking off and going. And they wouldn't catch them, wouldn't stop them. And. Uh, <laughs> They had a monitoring system that was outdated and not working is what it was. I guess you're supposed to have some kind of identifier on them or something. They go past a certain point, the alarm goes off, you know. So, uh, but uh, that's kind of a dangerous situation. you got a veteran that there's got dementia. He might have a flashback or something, you know. Well, that's true. So it's it dangerous stuff. Dangerous. It could be very mm-hmm. dangerous for a veteran. Yeah, so... I mean, it's a patient safety concern. Uh, This is all about patient safety concerns. Mismanagement, infighting between the, I guess, inside the internal side of the VA, and the big C word, corruption. Folks, this is the Department of Veteran Affairs that ain't the Mexican government, okay? (laughs) You know, corruption, taking kickbacks and things like that. Um... This reports on the Inspector the Inspector General's website is posted in April uh, that uh, his office failed to disclose results investigation in the Toma, Wisconsin VA Medical Center charging that a physician prescribed dangerous amounts of painkillers and other medications to patients resulting in at least one death. Uh, he said he didn't hide the results of the investigation and explained they routinely closed investigations for a variety of reasons, basically. You know, he tries to take steps to correct the issue or a loss that's been filed over the incident or the allegations weren't substantiated. That's what he said in this case. Well, you know, so. uh, John, I find it really weird 
the overall picture, it's not so weird. But one location, I mean, my lands, they, they hand that medication out uh, just to everybody, and then the next location, nobody can get, get their uh, psych meds, I guess you'd call them. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's not even across the country, drill. It's not. No, it's not. And, and so it really throws, uh, they're too liberal in one place and too strict in another. And there's, uh, they need to work on that to get it more constant. And what I this don't know down how to well is, What this boils down to is they're being slapped on the hand, wrist. And they're being allowed to police themselves and make their own corrections and stuff because they want to keep everything in house. Lawmakers don't agree with that, and they're saying that uh, it makes no sense that the VA facilities be allowed to fix themselves after being investigated by the IG. You know, they don't really care. These guys don't care about Congress or the IG, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. In their own world, so. But. Uh, it seemed like it's the IG and. You know, inspect them and say you have this problem, that problem, and this problem, and here's how we recommend you fix these problems, mm-hmm. or they should should submit it to the courts or uh, an independent third party to uh, weigh out the consequences, pro and con, and, and make mm-hmm. uh, the proper recommendations. That needs to come into a quality assurance point there so they can make the correct countermeasures to fix the problem. And yes. then they need to show how they can maintain the fix on the problem. That's the problem. But uh, they've had all kinds of problems. They've had construction overruns over a billion dollars. Uh, they've been found guilty of whistleblower intimidation and just anything else. You go blow, if they blow the whistle on them, they intimidate them and try to scare them out of doing it, you know. And it's, I mean, like it's a bunch of corrupt people running the show. And uh, uh, Senator John, Ron Johnson of Wisconsin subpoenaed the department last month for all documents related to the Tolman investigation. The same day, the House Veterans Affairs, the House, the House Affairs Committee issued a subpoena for all documents related to personnel at the Philadelphia VA. Uh, it said it's past time for the VAIG to be transparent and accountable and to show its work on the Tomah Health Care Inspections and continue to fight to get the answers. Uh, so the reports released in April 59 contained substantiated claims and made recommendations for the VA facilities to address. Another 50 did not validate allegations that resulted in litigation, prompting the Inspector General to close the cases. So I guess if uh, somebody sues or litigation, then... Uh, they can't really say anything about it because I guess we're not allowed to comment on ongoing litigation issues. I think that's what they're looking at there. So their hands are tied. Uh, here's a <laughs> here's here's a here's one in uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. That's right down the street there, Gerald, from the National Resource Center. Yeah. A nurse put hot sauce on the patient's donut. Hot sauce on a donut. That wasn't you, was it? You like that hot sauce, don't you? Well, I do like hot sauce, but <laughs> it was I don't know if I like it on a donut. But uh, <laughs> uh, that's, I don't know. Here's, a, what here's a sad one. Here's a sad one. Here's a real sad one. Looks to me like a uh, uh, San Diego uh, <clears throat> a 
patient who was prescribed an acid at the VA emergency room and sent home. He died the next day in the civilian hospital of a heart attack. Oh, no. Yeah, that's probably that's a toy out there. It should be. Yeah. That's so, bad. Uh, also, several reports involving doctors overprescribing psychiatric meds or painkillers. This is the VA's working to fix the problem. That's why nobody needs medications can get it now because of this stuff I hear. Uh, that's that's true, Georgia. and that, and that, that yeah. really hurts a lot of veterans because there's some veterans out there that really need this stuff. Now here they come up against this. Uh, it, it's horrible because some do need these meds, and then they can't get them because some doctors uh, uh, abuse their their authority to prescribe medicines. Yeah, here's one in Valdosta: the doctor was prescribing psychotic, psychotropic drugs to young to female patients. To the point that a lot of them lost their jobs because of your analysis test, but showing the drug in there, and uh, but didn't didn't find any instances of veterans lost their jobs. But did find that the doctor prescribed medications that perform required heart tests and failed to use current prescribing practice for mental health conditions. And here's the big at Tampa. A doctor was counseled for more than two years by his supervisors <coughs> for prescribing controlled substances. <coughs> he was prescribing too much medicine. Too, too much many. Mm-hmm. IG recommends uh, supervisors notify the professional standards board and close the case. Uh, where there's potential harm for patients, we didn't find any patients that were harmed. Other reports range from poor practice to misrepresentation of credentials to doctor errors. This is in Pennsylvania, a doctor who went into surgery, I'm sorry, a veteran who went into surgery to have his skin cancer removed from his nose had his face set on fire during the procedure. Ooh. That would hurt. That bad. Now that's bad. Mm-hmm. In Alabama and other places, they investigated numerous cases of undiagnosed cancers, including one case of pharyngeal cancer that spread to the primary after the primary care doctor failed to place a guy in a referral to a specialist. Uh, Bay Pines, Florida, a veteran fell and broke his leg inside the hospital. He was not recognized or treated for over a week. <laughs> oh, man. They would have to re-break his leg then, wouldn't they, John? Probably. After a week, because mm-hmm. the healing process would start in. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, boy, that's horrible. Yep. What's going on with that? Uh, it's this poor standard of care. You get what you pay for, you know, and uh, some of these doctors don't have uh, walking around since my Lone Beach mission medications. You know, so it's just uh, uh, I agree. It's a racket. They must be uh, graduates at the bottom of the class or something. Um, probably all your better doctors, I would assume, would be in places like Walter Reed. Uh, uh, you know. Most of them probably in teaching hospitals. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But some of these 
uh, I don't know uh, how to even describe it. it. It's just the unqualified people doing a specialized job. And uh, I don't care how, how much schooling they've had, if they didn't learn nothing, they have no business uh, practicing medicine. That's true. That's true. There's some weird stuff, too. Uh, in addition to patient safety and health problems, reporting building an abundance of personnel problems from a foreign medical student representing himself as a doctor and sexually harassing other employees at the Michael DeBaggy VA Medical Center in Houston to a toxic work environment on the night shift at the intensive care unit among a clique of nurses in Tucson. Uh, it's called back to James Haley in Tampa. Allegations that the spouse of a wounded patient on the on the ward had made outlandish demands, resulting in poor work environment for the staff and general unhappiness among the other patients and their families. According to allegations, the spouse refused to allow anyone to enter her husband's room without permission, demanded one-to-one 24-hour care for her husband, and asked the floor, which had an opening visiting hour, to encourage families and children to, vi- to, to visit, be quiet from 4 to 6, so her husband could rest after an exhausting day of physical therapy. She's real, real, real mean. I guess she won't take care of her husband, though. I can see that point, but they should put the foot down on that. So sorry, young lady. The IG called the families. The families threatened to go to the media, and the IG was called in. <laughs> that the patient received preferential treatment. Only a handful of his allegations were substantiated including one verified that slanderous allegation was made about the veteran's wife, according to the IG report. Uh, 60 hotline reports and 50,000 tips annually. You see that? Yeah. 60 hotline reports and 50,000 tips annually. Closed reports are made available to the members of Congress or to be obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. Lawmakers don't agree. They're not good enough. Both the House and Senate Veterans Affairs Committee stepped up their oversight of the VA in its IG as a result of continued problems to have with all this junk going on. First of all, people, we don't need the IG doing that. You don't want, you don't want the fox, uh, you don't want the fox checking your hens. You know what I mean, Gerald? Yeah. It has uh, to be an outside agency, separate and independent from the Department of Veterans Affairs. Yeah, we need a third-party arbitrator out there somewhere uh, that's uh, not beholden to either group, uh, either veterans or the Veterans Administration, uh, because otherwise uh, you can't expect them to police themselves. We've already seen the results of the VA uh, policing themselves, and it just don't work. No. Hopefully, their policing are bonus money. Cooking the books. So veterans can see they got their appointments on time so they can make sure they get their bonus for doing their job. Well, Ooh, that's you know, true. the veterans are waiting. Yeah, so. Of course, anytime, anytime there's a system where money is involved and it's kind of like free money, you know, then somebody is always going to try to devise a way to get their hands on it. So that. That's every you know. That's everything about the VA. Whether it's a veteran doing it or whether it's employees doing it to get bonus money, anything you know, it's possible. Well, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And we have some veterans out there that's 
not exactly kosher, you know. Yeah. That's right. But, so, but like you, know, you say, you know. any time money's involved, uh, the potential for abuse is certainly uh, there, and uh, it's going to happen. Well, we'll dig some information up about that issue, too, and we'll have a show in a couple of weeks. We'll do a... Uh, what not to do show because uh, I enjoy doing them. It's kind of, it's kind of comical at a certain time to see some of these people and what they what they've done, and uh, hopefully they've get you know taken care of business and maybe maybe they got locked up in the right place. Well, true. You know, so we'll see. We'll do a show. But Joe, what do you think? I mean, this is just a general size report. You know, I mean, there's probably stuff that happens all over the country. You know, and. uh it's, I mean, it goes on and on, and like there's a out of central Iowa healthcare system. A doctor was doing unauthorized research. <laughs> unauthorized research. What was, was that like research? A, was like an alien spaceship coming down and get you and taking you up and probing you and letting you go? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unauthorized research. On patients, uh, he was subjected to an extra radiological exam without their consent on approval of an independent board. So he was putting the radiation to you. Oh, <laughs> yep. And there it is, Hampton. and let the guys wander away again. Um, Looks like uh, Congressman Scott Riggle of Virginia Beach, he responded to the story of military times that stands in stark contrast with what I've been hearing from the Hampton facility. So he must have been hearing a lot of good stuff from them. I guess it will blow their own tooth on the horn. He can take a veteran with dementia and walks away. He don't know who he is. I don't know where he's at. Well, they need uh, maybe not an ankle break bracelet, but they have like these watches or different uh mm-hmm. they can put on children uh that they, you can monitor their whereabouts at all times. Now why can't they utilize something like that? That's true. It happens. You know, it's, it it happens. Like a watch or a necklace mm-hmm. or Well, here's how bad it is. The both House and Senate Veterans Affairs Committee have stepped up their oversight of the VA that's IG office as a result of these problems and have promised additional legislative measures to ensure the department complies with the transparency and investigation laws. VA Deputy Secretary Sloan Gibson said, I don't expect anybody to give the trust back. I expect we're going to have to earn it back. If VA wants to transparent and open, one of the first things it needs to do is stop impeding this oversight's, community's oversight investigations. Well, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. You know, because there's too many cookies in the jar. It's a fight. Yeah. Too many problems have already been brought to the limelight, so it's a crazy story. You know, it's uh, it's nearly unbelievable in a lot of these cases. I mean, it's it's hard to conceive that some of these instant incidents. Uh, actually transpired. I just... Uh, an element of common sense would go a long way in some of these cases. 
Well, we had a problem with the VA in the, another state. I'm not going to say exactly where it's at, but uh, there was a nurse that was uh, administering uh, narcotic medications by shot to patients. She'd, st- she'd shoot them up with saline and shoot herself up with the, with the drug. <laughs> oh, my land. Oh, now that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> Mm, yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty wild. And, uh, they're, start, they're starting to issue about mileage too now. I've seen some folks get in trouble over that because a lot of guys ride their appointments together, and one of them, the yeah. one that drove, would get the mileage, and the other one rode with me. You know, was supposed to get his mileage. Both of them would line up and get their mileage. Yeah, they've <laughs> had a lot of trouble with that. Yeah, uh, so I know. Yeah, so you know, like I said, anytime there's money to be got. People are going to try to get it. They are. Uh, it's a shame people do that, but that's mm-hmm. dishonest, and, and they know they're doing a dishonest thing. I don't know if uh, they could find them or what they do to them. Surely they want to try to recapture their funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we well, here's a report on the... Uh, Here's a report on data manipulation and mismanagement of the VA regional office in Philadelphia. <clears throat> this might be a good report to look at. It says that, uh, okay, we are here. May 2014, the office of IG began receiving a number of allegations through the OIG hotline of mismanagement at the Philadelphia regional office. So many of these allegations included indicators that the VR staff had a serious mistrust of VAR management. As staff told us, they felt they were not treated fairly or with respect. Concerns of inappropriate reprisals against staff raising issues are also evident in some allegations. Further allegations address a broad range of issues such as cooking the books, referring to data manipulation, and taking actions to inappropriately reduce workload. Hmm. Inappropriately reduced workload, backlog, mail based management, and the potential processing of duplicate payments. Allegations received identify concerns affecting veterans' claims processing activities to include VRO management, the management of the Veterans Service Center, Pension Management Center, and the call centers. Whoa. They started in July, July or June 19, 2014. The auditors. Uh, the OIG inspectors, auditors, and criminal administrative investigators conducted 100 interviews with management and staff. OIG have had more than 100 allegations and complaints received to the hotline and from congressional stakeholders. I guess they called their congressmen. Allegations of wrongdoing of Philadelphia included gross mismanagement of VA resources, resulting in compromised data integrity, lack of financial stewardship and an erosion in stakeholder confidence and management's ability to deliver accurate and timely benefits to the veterans and their dependents. Okay. Wow. Hmm. They focus their efforts on, on this stuff. It's pretty wild, Joe. Yes, uh, uh, oh, uh, John, let me give yep. out our, our number again. Okay, go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, folks, uh, if you have a question or comment, feel free to call in. Our number is 
3419. Now, this call in number once again is 347 237 4819. I'm sure some of you veterans out there have had uh, some issues such as we've been discussing. Uh, feel free to call in and let us know. Uh, okay, John, uh, back to you there. You was. Uh, well, you know the problem. You know the problems they had in Phoenix, right? With the they cooked the books and put the wrong dates and stuff on there to keep them to get to keep the veteran from being seen, but making it look like it had been, or you know how they you know within the timelines. They were yes, doing very similar true. stuff to V. Philadelphia's doing something almost identical to the veterans' claims. <laughs> oh man, no wonder it takes forever to get a claim done. Uh, Fast letter 1310. Remember that, guys. <laughs> Look that up. Guidance on date of claim issues and incorrect dates of claims in electronic record. So we've substantiated allegations involving data integrity, including that veterans' benefits guidance for adjusting dates of claims for unadjudicated claims had been misapplied. <laughs> oh, Processing actions led to introducing information to the veterans' claims that misrepresented the actual time a veteran waited for his or her claim to be processed. They're cooking the books trying to show me. <laughs> God almighty, I tell you the truth. I've seen it all now. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read the rest or not, Joe. This computer might go flying to the backyard. <laughs> I, man, he can look at this stuff up. They, uh, they destroyed mail. <laughs> destroyed mail. That's one that gets me. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's a federal offense. Why, why ain't they in jail for that? Uh, you got me. Uh, that is. Why can't the postal with federal mail is, is a criminal a offense. Felony. It's a felony. Yes, it is. Why can't the postal inspector come in there and take over that and put them in jail? I don't know why. Because uh, the postal inspector is actually a police force. They can charge you. They can arrest you. The IG can't do that, but the postal inspector can walk right in that facility, and, and if it's substantiated, they could lock it. They could take them out there in handcuffs. And they should. You know that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, that's, a, oh, that's a no-no. But yet they're doing it and getting away with it now. Yeah. Well, I don't think they got away with it, with it well, I mean, there must be. I mean, none. Well, this is just one regional office. This is one yeah. regional office. How many is doing it? This is the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. They should have closed that place 30 know. years ago. This is the I same regional know. office right next, this is right next to where Barry Hay used to work. He worked right there yeah. next to him, the insurance guy. Yeah. Yes, yes he did. Yeah. Good guy. He probably he probably knew these guys. Oh, he might have. Wonder he retired and got the heck out of there. <laughs> uh, don't blame him. Uh, hmm. Barry was a good guy. Uh, hmm. Sincere. He took care of us. <clears throat> Twenty-two thousand I mean, items of return mail. Even they, I don't know how many. You, yeah. you I don't know how many. You couldn't even. You couldn't explain that away. Yeah. 
This is a big child. They had caught with their hand in the cookie jar in the mailroom. Oh, my God. It's 14,675 pieces of processed drop mail in 37 boxes and bins. Oh, boy. They close this place and hire new. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, if they're not going to arrest them and charge them with criminal... Uh, with, uh, this, this is serious. There's an immediate need to improve the operation management of this regional office and take actions to ensure more efficient work environment, more effective work environment. Further, the extent of which management oversight has been determined to be ineffective or lacking requires VBA's oversight and action. This report contains recommendations that will facilitate addressing the needed improvements. We substantiated serious issues involving mismanagement and distrust of VRO management impeding the effectiveness of this operation in service to veterans. It is imperative to ensure VBA leadership and the VRO director implement these plans to ensure its process, unprocessed workload, and identify this process to provide appropriate oversight that is critical to the minimizing the potential future financial risk of making inaccurate benefit payments. Financial risk of making uh, that that probably be financial reward on their part, wouldn't it? Because probably the denials. Uh, this includes maintaining oversight needed to ensure all future workloads processed timely and ensuring accurate delivery of the benefits and services. The leadership, VBA, and the VR leadership must work to restore the trust of the employee and promote open communication with each other, I guess. The VRO can be successfully by working transparently and engaging the staff to work together to deliver vital services and benefits to veterans and their families as it oversees the administration approximately $4.1 billion in annual, annual eligibility payments. Overpayment? No, it's just, it's, it's their budget, $4.1 billion. They oversight, they, they oversee it, that's what they give out. $4.1 billion. <laughs> There's a little list on that. It says what results and recommendations. What they found tells everything they found. What we found. They found all kind of stuff, brother. And what resulted? Corrective actions. Hmm. First of all. goes in the computer, what has to happen? It's got to be uh, produced into it. It's got to be... Okay. Uh, and who does that? that? Well, a human being. Alright. And, and uh, who's to say the right information gets into the computer? Yeah. Well, see, it's hard to implement the M21 into the computer in order to, you know, follow the guidelines of claims. It can be done, uh-huh. you know, but it's going to be expensive. Um, but once they see that, most of it is, uh, you know, it's a call anyways, you know. I mean, most of it is uh, weighing, of, weighing of evidence, you know, and relative equipoise, you know. If veterans' evidence is 50-50, then the veteran gets it, right, supposedly. Unless they go shopping for CMP examiners to give you negative opinions. But 
it's never going to happen that way because these guys won't, won't let their hand off of it. They want to keep it in their hands on it. So at least a little I agree. Can, I agree. Uh, yeah. That's uh, the report I was reading indicated that because the uh, the examiners or the adjudicators were complaining that the computers were too lax in the ones they did the testing on, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, therefore. Uh, they felt they had grounds to protest the thing and and keep the system as it is. Well, as we know, the system as it is is certainly veteran. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's adversarial to a veteran. I mean, most mm-hmm. veterans, uh, such as myself, I mean, I'm not a lawyer. You, you nearly have to be a lawyer to be able to navigate through this uh, system or or really be up to date on all the the pertinent information, the laws. And, uh, oh man, there's there's a lot to be up to date on, and and most mm-hmm. if you're if you're a sick <laughs> sick veteran, you don't want to go through that hassle. And uh, the computer can't interpret these claims. It's interpretation of the law versus you know what, but. If you notice, a lot of veterans, they're you know they should be slam dunks and get their claim through. But I agree. they always throw them a curveball. They throw them a curveball, and they like they ask a leading question to a CMP examiner if it's something else could have caused this issue besides the service or whatever, and uh, they start asking these questions, try to get the examiner's mind in a negative fashion. See? Yeah. Yep. Uh. Well, they'll try to put words in the veteran's mouth. I'll have them do that. Well, they don't want to give you, they don't want to award you nothing. You have to fight for it. And, uh. And that's not their fault. It's just the way it's, it's just the way it's evolved. It's designed. Yeah, it's by design. Mm -hmm. But remember, folks, uh, no matter what your CMP examiner says, as soon as you get that report and you see that it's, it's not proper. It's not the way things went. It wasn't uh, the way it was discussed. Uh, uh, you have a right to send in a, notion, a notice of disagreement, and uh, you mm-hmm. should do that immediately, uh, right after you get it. And, and if possible, uh, add your own, uh, if you have a doctor, you know, go to mm-hmm. an outside doctor. And, Let me uh, give you a personal experience. My first, first file of my claim, I went to a CMP exam. Of course, I've had uh, they, the, my rep messed it up so bad they come in and start checking for a concussion. They admitted me in the hospital for two days for a CMP exam. Oh, my. They did. And uh, the examiner I had on the other stuff, she was a young... I guess she was a nurse practitioner or whatever, and uh, you know I got to know her later on when I worked for the VA. But uh, I tell you what, when she come in there, she's nice as she can be, but I don't think she could reach over. I don't think she had walking around sense. I mean, she's smart as she could be, smart as a tag, but she had no common sense whatsoever. 
and uh, she, you know, of course there was no records available according to my claim, so, you know, she couldn't she couldn't do anything without the records, so this, this is a waste of my time. And uh, so, left, fortunately, the records showed up about three years later. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, and, uh, that's the way it goes many times. Still fighting over. <clears> They're <throat> going to pay me back every penny on when they get done with them. Time's just getting short. It's coming up here real soon. Once I got that 10 years in, I'll be able to help out a little bit. But uh, that'll happen here pretty soon, starting in July, I guess. <laughs> Oh, you'll, you'll have your 10 years in. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's good. So, but, you know, 20 years is what you're looking at. Yeah. Folks, it's imperative if you're married, you get 100%. Try to stay alive for 10 years so your spouse can draw. Safe, you know, DIC. If you die of a service next condition, it should be no big deal. You're still going to have to file for it, but say, for example, if you die from any other cause, you must have been in service next to 10 years. Say, if you get killed in a car wreck or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's just, you know, or if you get service next to you, you get cancer and die or something like that, you know. And I've heard war, I've heard horror stories about how you guys heard horror stories. Is you, Joe? Oh, oh, yes. And that's so reverse, when, yeah. When it does. It reverses back to the original percentage. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, so uh, you... You've got 70% and die, then it reverts back. Uh, your yeah. IU don't count. And I don't uh, think that's quite right. I don't understand Yeah, we'll talk that. to Bob about that next time he's on. Let's see if we can get some ideas. Uh I think we brought it up before, and well, I know we have on IU, but uh, yeah. it's something to keep bringing up because a lot of veterans that have a hundred percent, and ten or twenty or thirty percent of that hundred percent is IU. Mm-hmm. Uh, please bear in mind that uh, that presents a problem. And even well, after I mean, 10 years, uh, John, don't that still revert back to the original? Yeah, probably does, but what you need to look I at is this right does. here. Yeah. Folks, there's two. You got the Title 38 CFR, Part 3 and Part 4. Part 3 is the adjudication manual, Part 4 is the schedule for rating for disabilities. It's got every condition listed under what, you know, what body system they fall under. So <clears throat> even if you have got IU, and you're comfortable now and you felt you've won your claim, always be checking that because eventually your condition is going to worsen. And when it worsens, keep checking that your condition versus what it, how it is in those ratings and file for the increase, regardless if you got IU or not. Even though it gives them the opportunity to open your claims folder back up, if you know, you know if you understand it well enough, you can word it to where it can be a slam dunk. Because you want to get scheduler, 100% scheduler if you possibly can. Absolutely. No. Yeah. And, uh, had a person post on that. They had a bunch of disability percentages and thought they should be getting SMCS. After we put it in the calculator, it was like 98%. <laughs> VA math. I, <laughs> that must, uh, that's, probably, that's probably how they do the budget, too. <laughs> I think it must be because... Uh, I didn't go far enough in school to understand that VA math. I don't. 
Yeah, little rumors, little bastard rumors out there too today. The report came out. Uh, I think the Military Times posted it. Somebody posted an issue that uh, they wanted to give the Congress wanted to give the military guys a 2.3 percent raise this year. I think the uh, Pentagon has reduced that to 1.3 percent. No, and also we're talking about making uh, cuts to track care. Well, they 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 disagreed with that, and uh, so there might be higher co-pays in track care this year for you retired guys. So keep an eyeball on things, and you know, because it's you know it's not pretty. Plus, they're going to change the military retirement system. And that's going to suck. You know, if you have a retirement sitting there and you're playing the stock market with it, and it goes down, you lose all your money. You can't retire. Oh, that's not hard. Yeah. So. Yeah, this. Uh, they changed it from first civil service retirement to first. They talked about how good it was. Yep, it's good, all right. All thing do is paying a bunch of taxes. Well, now your VA disability is not taxable, is it? No, it's not. That's the only good thing about it. But we got to be quiet about that. They probably try to tax it too in a few years. Oh, let's hope not. <laughs> You never know. I mean, they probably could. They could do a lot of different things, you know. So, but I mean, we wanted to, we wanted to come over and discuss some of these things and kind of get things out there on the airways. Uh, you know, if guys listen to the show, uh, you know, hope you enjoy it because uh, you know we we bring this information uh, based on you know what we think that uh, is beneficial to the members of had it and other folks as we listen in. Uh, you guys can look at this report. On Philadelphia, it's under uh, the IG website, and they've got some recommendations in there. You guys can look at it and see that's officer wrongdoing. It's uh, www.va.gov backslash oig backslash pubs backslash voig dash fourteen dash o three six five one dash two o three pdf. That's the file number. So. Maybe I said a little bit fast, but you can always play it back and write it down. It tells you all the stuff you need to know. If you want to, it's kind of sports pages like we used to read them in Army or Navy. We'd sit there and they'd bring out the paperwork and they'd read the court martials. And they tell you, you know, you see who got court martialed and what they did. You remember seeing those, Gerald? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, Of course, Navy. The Navy, we had All Hands Magazine, and uh, there's some other stuff, but I won't, the Army had their own version of it, too. Yeah. You know, and you can look. You can go through and see everything. You can see who did what and who got busted and who got court-martialed. And uh, it's a pretty wild thing. But, uh, you know, that's kind of a sports page reading. You know, you look up and see a lot of these guys get in trouble. They're still getting in trouble, too, according. You know, you can see them. Military Times comes out and puts that out. About yeah. monthly in an email. Well, and, they're uh, always going to get in trouble, John. <laughs> they're always going to get in trouble. Yeah. We're still uh, looking for ideas and stuff, too, about the uh, Had It uh, get-together next year. Oh, that's true, folks. Don't forget that. Uh, uh, if you have any uh, comments on that or <clears throat> location, different locations you'd like to try out or any information at all, 
uh, if you'd like to participate in uh, get together, uh, had it get together, it's a great idea, and uh, we have plenty of time to plan. It seems as though we do right at the moment, but in uh, 11 months from now, it won't. Be so, back from being so, against the wall. Yeah. So let's get the planning and and try to put together something that can accommodate the most uh, uh, yep. ADAP members and and uh, hopefully we'll be able to pull it off and, and some of us get together. It'll be wonderful. Mm-hmm. It'll certainly be a a good trip and a good time. Uh, just plan yourself a little vacation or a few days off. Uh, I don't think they've decided whether it be three days or a week yet, have they, John? No, I would figure about three days, I guess. But uh, I've been thinking, looking at Shades of Green down in Orlando to have this thing. I mean, it's just a idea that I had. I'm going to go down here next month and check it out myself again because I've only been there about three times, so uh, we like that place. It's a, mil- it's a military that place. It sounds like a wonderful place, and there's a lot of eating places around there. Uh, what about mm-hmm. medical facilities? I know there's a lot of veterans, uh, such as my myself. I'd be concerned about the availability of medical facilities nearby. I think they got a staff nurse. They got they got a nurse on staff. Oh, they do. I think they do, and well, I think now, that uh, you're talking uh, ORMC and the Lake Orlando. They've got that big VA down there now. It's a huge, brand new yeah. place, and uh, they can get helicopters in and out of there. Because I tell you what, it's a big golf course. There's a lot of places to land a helicopter. Oh, or they'll so, take you across the street. They'll take you, you across know. the street. They want Richard Petty race cars to race to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know that's a good. Uh, that's a good. Uh, yeah. A point to bring out because, uh, uh, as you know, anything can happen, especially when you're traveling. Uh, of course, then you want to be prepared for any unforeseen uh, situation. But uh, and there's plenty of eating places. You said good eating places. Yeah, so they got good buffets. They're pretty good food. Yeah, I think buffet dinner is like thirty. It's like nine. I'm putting nine thirteen dollars. Depends. They want to taste something. This food is. It's good food. You know, and they've got a full bar. You can order your margaritas. Whatever you want to do if you like to do that. It's got stuff for the kids to do. They got pools. They got play, yeah. things for kids to do. Well, uh, I might be able to get in a wading pool. I don't know. No, they got a zero entry pool, Gerald. A zero entry pool. You know what that is, don't you? What in the world is that? That's a swim pool. You walk right into it, and it, there's no steps. You go straight in, and it just gradually goes down. Oh, well, that would <clears> be okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I used to be a excellent swimmer, but anymore, Plus I don't got, think I could. It's got, it's got handicapped chairs to put you at the pool and everything. Yeah. I'd yeah, have to wear my, my tank like one of them scuba tanks, I guess. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> that'd, be, 
So you get on the bus and take that bus, take that scooter over to Walt Disney World and just ride around. Y'all take Elena with you, and she'd love that. Oh, yeah. Oh, she'd have a ball. She's at the age now. The little princess and stuff, she wouldn't know what to think. Oh, God. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be. That's where she'd want to be. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. She's still into that uh, Frozen stuff. She'd be all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So oh yeah! It's a place. I mean, you know, Disney. Disney is magic. It's uh, you know, it is magic. That's why they call the Orlando basketball team the magic. If you don't believe it's magic, just watch how fast it makes money disappear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like going over. I kept caught because we like going through there. It's got a you know world showcase. First, the first. First country up to Mexico, you stop and get your big margarita. Any time you get done walking around, you've got it done. You're ready to go back and do something else. Well, I, I don't drink no more, so I'd have to settle on get you a tea. iced tea. Iced tea or mm-hmm. something. And we get you a Long uh, Island iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you don't have to walk. You can, you can take the boats, girl. Well, I take my wheelchair. <laughs> They've got handicap access from the boat, anything you want to do. They've got all kinds of stuff going on. Well, you know, they've got it going on. It's you know, of course, everything costs a bit of money, but you know, they've you could even take a fishing trip down there and uh, fish the lakes of Disney. Oh yeah. Yeah, you That'd can do that. Kind of I got a picture of Mikey, the big bass. Remember that? Oh yeah, oh, you do. I do That's remember that. that. Yeah. That's what that was at, so, you know. That's what we enjoy doing. We like traveling, especially south. Yeah. You know, we're not too too keen on north, but just because it gets cold up there, and I don't like the cold. Well, so. uh, that, that sounds like a good place, but, you know, the options are are open here. There's a lot of so options. Folks, uh, send in your preference, and... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what all you'd like to do? Uh, I, Another option was about is Mobile, Bay, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. And a battleship park. A beautiful yeah. park. I mean, you have it outdoors there. They got a beautiful place. Oh, do they? Got the battleship Alabama. They got the drum submarine. They got a Confederate submarine. Oh, they got all kind of airplanes and air force stuff. That's on the... The ocean? It's on the Gulf, yeah. I turned it in the mobile. Yeah. Well, I'll be. Well. I, I go down to Navarre Beach and pull in, put hook up, and go up there easy. It's only about 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, folks, give it its food for thought, so do some thinking on it. Down what you'd like, what all you guys would like to do, you know. That's you what want to have is. a little parade or what? We'll have a parade. We'll get some ideas up, and then we'll put a we'll put a poll yeah. on at it. Want to have we'll a poll dance? Up. The ones uh, want to dance can dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the ones that don't can watch. Yeah. Well, the ones that don't make fun of the ones that do. <laughs> but we can have yeah, some fun. So. 
I know you get a few hundred disabled veterans together, anything's liable to happen. <laughs> I hear that. But we do want to do a live radio show down there, guys, so you guys can watch this to do the show. Oh, we can we'll do interview that. some of you and things like that, and you know, and get, meet everybody face to face. And don't be shy, because we we're not shy. We could do a couple shows a day, actually. You could. Get up what you have for breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll come here then. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Oh, things there's we can uh, do. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I know when we went to Branson before, uh, to their uh, veterans get-together down there, uh, Welcome Home Project, uh, we went down to it and had a booth, and, and uh, we did live shows down there in Branson, and they, mm-hmm. they turned out quite well. So, <clears throat> it'll be different. When was that, Drew? Uh, I can't remember when it was, John. Uh, it was a welcome home deal down at Branson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what year. Seemed like just yesterday, because I, I didn't have my scooter then. I had to ride my... I dropped the deck on my riding lawnmower and drove it. You took it with you and drove your ride lawnmower. I rode a ride lawnmower. Oh, they didn't like it uh, because they wanted to either have a golf cart or all these fancy things, you know. I said, well, that's mm-hmm. all I got. Had an old Murray mower. It smoked like a freight train, but it puttered up around the streets. <laughs> need a golf cart. I'd go in. <laughs> I would go in there and park by someone, they look over at me and then move <laughs> so I could park wherever I wanted. But it was fun. We had a good time. Right from so, Missouri. Yeah. Been there. Yeah. Been but there. I thought it was awful congested. They only have a two-lane highway to there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's busy. It was bumper to bumper. Well, it's just like uh, Pigeon Forge, Smoky Mountains. Same setup, Drew. Yeah. You know what? But at the same, same time, you know, I'd pull up to the street there, and, of course, there'd be no braking traffic, but they would stop both directions, uh, the cars would, and let me go on across the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought that was nice. The people down there were really nice, so. Anybody tell you you forgot your mower deck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of people, uh, I guess a lot of people got laughs about it. Because I don't yeah. much. My, all good all things my must come to an end, Drew. My, my trailer. <laughs> We're totally out of time, but I want to thank you for being the co-host today and jumping on board. I think you had a pretty good show. I believe uh, you know, we'll get some feedback from it. <clears throat> Well, it's, uh, it's been a pleasure. I hope we do get some input on this uh, get-together. And, uh, and, we'll put a uh, and anything else uh, anyone would like to comment on, feel free to do so. 
right. just uh, posted there on Hatted, or I am, either John or myself, and we'll try All to right, get folks. back with you. So, we'll get back with you. Okay, this, John. This will be it, folks. Going. We're going to sign off. You guys have a, a good evening. We'll see you again Wednesday on the regular Hatted show. So this is Jay Basher. We're signing off for now. Good night, folks. You have been listening to the Basser Hour. The Basser Hour is brought to you by Hadit.com. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com.